Hi, this is Esti, host of the Friday A Public Affair. I hope you help us by contributing to WORT and you can also subscribe to the podcast. Bye. Six foot six above sea level. I grab my mic because I like to take you to another mental level. Low power frequency radio modulation. The big sound from underground. We bring the truth to places truth is never heard before. Reduce. No change without struggle. No one in power ain't giving up nothing. No change without struggle. No one in power. W-O-R-T, 89.9 FM, listener-sponsored community radio, Madison, Wisconsin. And hello, welcome to A Public Affair. I am Esti Dinur. As you know, about three months ago, a, um, a, a Persian, a, an Iranian woman, Mahsa Amini, was killed while in the custody of the Iranian morality police. And since then, people have been demonstrating in the streets. Yesterday, the first of them was executed. There are others who are scheduled to die. Many are in prison. Many have been killed and uh, many have been wounded. We are going to talk about that today and the history that brought to that and uh, perhaps the future of what might be next. With me to um, untangle all of that is Fariba Parza, PhD, specializes in political ideologies of democracy and civil movements in Iran. She worked as an assistant research professor at George Mason University and has conducted research at Harvard University and the University of Maryland. Dr. Parsa was born and raised in Iran, where she began her political activities at age 15, and she fled Iran at the age of 17 because of the threat from the Islamic Republic of Iran. She lived in Denmark for several years, has worked with Danish national and grassroots organizations on human rights and democracy for more than 15 years, and hello, Fariba, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Hello, thank you for the invitation. Yeah, can you, let's start with uh, you giving us a timeline of what has happened since the death of Masa Amini in the custody of the Iranian morality police on uh, September 16, just three months ago. Yeah, uh, Masa Amini, you know, he, she was uh, an ordinary young girl, 22 years. Uh, she was, uh, uh, she's from, uh, she was from Kurdistan and visiting her uncle, uh, just came to Tehran, uh, walking uh, on the street in Tehran and he was arrested because uh, just a little of her hair was showing from her hair scarf. You, anybody, anybody knows about that. But what happened when uh, she, uh, she came, the moral police arrested her in a few hours um, because he, she was beaten. She transported to the hospital uh, and only two days later, she died. The government said, uh, they denied. They said, yeah, she was sick. Uh, she was had uh, heart diseases. She, uh, we didn't do anything. She just denied. And so many people uh, went to, um, uh, to the hospital. And actually, we, we know that a journalist uh, took a photo from the um, Masa Amini while she was at the hospital and but and wrote a, a story about Masa Amini but uh, the authority contact uh, Masa Amini's parents they say she may not contact to any media or foreign media but her father and uh, her uncle denied they say no we want to the truth come uh, showing to everyone and they um, told the story and that's uh, that's uh, from that story from this uh, came at mo at the moment came on the on newspapers there are students and our women 
joined to um, to the demonstration against hair scarf, and you know hair scarf is not a, a is is a is a something uh, women Iranian women for the last forty four years has fight, and they tried with different ways to with civil disobedience to uh, reject uh, this. Um, um, compulsory hijab and that's uh, the, the, the masses I mean this event it was it was too much and many women say enough is enough we don't want these laws and uh, this uh, yes yeah so so what has been the role of the morality police since the Islamic Republic of Iran was established in 1979. Have other women died in custody? Um, and what else have they been doing? Yeah. Um, just after the Islamic Revolution in 1979, um, uh, the composer hijab was uh, ordered by a Khomeini, Ayatollah Khomeini. And just a, and one week later, about one hundred thousand Iranian women demonstrated, and uh, they um, they were against uh, this uh, hijab. But be, in spite of uh, so much protest and demonstration, uh, it became a law. And according to Iranian civil law, if women ha- has not uh, this compulsory hijab, they can get arrested and uh, get prison they can get slashes and it is um uh, so it's at that is from girl uh, from primary school from seven years old and uh, yeah for every uh, for buildings it, that's the law and um but in spite of that but women uh, try to um find different ways to um, not having a job, for example, uh, have different colors or maybe uh, the, 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 their uh, dress code with some style. They try to deny exactly the same hijab that they are forced to have. Um, yet the morality police, they um, they have actually, the morality police, it's an institution they have. And according to Islam, they say they they have the um, responsible to engage, encourage women to cover their hair. That means they have people who walk on the street, and if a woman who has not had her job, they um, they first they just say you have to wear her job correctly, and if uh, they deny and say it's it's my business, so they can she can she can be arrested. And they, in the beginning, uh, in the after the Islamic Revolution, it just um, uh, they hadn't any car. They just people. Uh, there was a group of women um, noticed to women that they didn't have their job, and then they uh, established this car or morality uh, police, moral police. Uh, they had these cars every corner, many places in in uh, in Iran, especially in large cities. Looking uh, on the street, malls, uh, in, in, in places where they are busy, and then see if they can arrest women who had not their hijab. It can be, it could be the color of their clothes, or maybe hair, or they, uh, their uh, yes, uh, clothing style is was not exactly as they uh, Islamic. Uh, criteria or morale they call it so they um, they arrested these women and it's uh, Mahsa Amini is she's not the first woman who has been killed uh, we have uh, more um, women who has had the same um, the same yeah unfortunately uh, had um, arrested and um, beaten and also, we have two uh, women that have been also killed, but we didn't hear anything about that because they, uh, the the parents and the family were forced to not to uh, talk about this uh, 
the things and they do sh they may not uh, contact any media um, so they were quiet but uh, Mahsa I mean his family um, they were very courageous and they uh, denied to be quiet that's the reason it came out and uh, now in all countries everywhere in the world so they know about the story of Mahsa Amini. Uh, regarding your question about the hijab, so that is something had been for so many years, uh, yeah, all these 44 years. Sometimes when they uh, close to us uh, near the election, the Islamic government maybe uh, they were not so strict and women could go would lose her hair scarf because uh, they wanted them to vote, to participate in election. And just after the election was finished, so they began with this uh, morality, uh, moral police and the arrest. So it's go up and down with women uh, always, all this time they resisted. And uh, now is it going to be the end of <laughs> composer hijab? Women hope for, very hopeful to make a change. Mm -hmm. Did anything happen to the family of Marsa Amini? Um, they um, after they uh, fixed. I can tell you the story. What's happened uh, after? He was. She was dead. Um, they and uh, they said to Masa, I mean, his parents, they may not have uh, a ceremony, uh, funeral. Just uh, they should. Um, uh, it should be at twelve in the night. In the night, because they didn't want people come, but they uh, rejected. They wait uh, until the next day in the morning, and uh, they call all the families and. Uh, neighbors and um, the city. She comes from a small city in Kurdistan, uh, Saqqis, the name of the city. And for her um, funeral, so it's um, when when you want to bury her, she was uh, come with um, uh, to the graveyard. There are thousands of people came, and it became a political manifestation. They, uh, the women who were there, at once, uh, they took off their um, hair scarf and sh chanted, uh, "Women, life, freedom." That was the first time uh, uh, that's in Kurdistan they chanted this uh, "Women, life, freedom," and just they was one day later. It's uh, it it happened again in Tehran, and because they knew about the event, the the the, uh, the thing is that many women could resonate with this event, and they think it could be me. It could be me. Uh, it's uh, she was just walking in. It's a, 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 uh, he, she wasn't a political activist. She she just went to have a normal life she wanted to study at university uh, so it can be me and my sister so that's uh, the reason that many maybe millions of women uh, get upset and angry and they say it could be me that have could be arrested on the street yeah so it could have been them for the entire time of the Islamic Republic, um, what do you think made it um, made this particular um, killing or you know death of, of a woman in the custody of uh, the morality police? What made this event start? this huge um, protest movement that has been going on now for three months. Yeah, but you know, um, in, Iranian people have suffered of uh, not only, it's, a, it's not a hijab, uh, it's, um, they don't have, it's a, it's a totalitarian regime. Uh, they, um, if you look at the economy, the uh, 
political freedom, the social individual freedom. There are religious minorities, ethnic minorities. All there are so not one group. All different people groups of Iranian have suffered, and every time they try to, there is they try to protest. They try to. So have a dialogue and then uh, just um, make they tr try actually many years to have a reform and they um, but they didn't it, nothing has happened and for the last four years um, the this atmosphere in Iran that was very uh, it was like in crisis and people were ready to. Uh, make to to come on the street and uh, make it a revolution. That is a revolutionary, uh, like a mood, uh, because of all these uh, things uh, that they asked the government, but the government uh, was not and is still is not able to uh, answer and um, make improvement. It's that everything just goes worse. Anything we look at uh, um, in a country is is everything is inflation, unemployment, all the um, regarding the economy, international relation uh, with neighbor countries, with the Europe, with the U.S. Everything is just went worse and worse, and so people, um, so they were they they waited for a moment, just waiting for a moment. That they could come out and uh, just go on the street and show their, uh, their they want to a regime change, a change, anything change. But Massa Amini became a, a that's the trigger. That's the trigger that um, it was. Uh, she was a beautiful, innocent girl, and there was uh, and there are many women who. Uh, identified with her, just uh, it was so. Uh, is it the story? I think the story is so powerful that uh, it's um, so it could mobilize so many thousands of Iranians. So the and it is beginning to uh, to change. So the protest is not uh, only about hijab. It's about Change that is about a very uh, fundamental change from change the political system from a, a Islamic uh, theocracy so, um, regime to a secular democracy. That's um, that's the the desire for Iranian. They they, they are not against. Uh, Actually, women are not against uh, against any religion. Uh, they're not even against uh, freedom to choose if women want to have hair scarf or not. Um, among these Iranian women, you have we have also also women who have hijab, and in the south of Iran, they uh, they chanted with hijab or without hijab. We moving for a revolution, so hijab is not the actually the main uh, uh, so the, the main uh, desire or maybe change. Of course, we may want to change, but it is it is much deeper. We want Iranian people want regime change. Iranian people want a democratic, secular government. That is. Um, that is uh, so. That's the reason. That's the reason they continue because they have a a vision for a future Iran. They have a vision that uh, a, a country that can be in peace with the West, with the U.S., with the European Union, and and peace with neighbors. A country that is democratic. All groups can uh, free can be. Um, in Iran, they have a vision of a free and uh, fair elections, um, and that's 
I think that's appealing that people come on the street, they fight because the future is much better than now. Even uh, they, we, we tried to the last 20, 30 years and the regime, the Islamic Republic cannot be reformed. Uh, they are not able to uh, uh, govern. Um, so that's, they, it's like people are done with this regime. And just look at the future. The future that's so much brighter, so much better. And that's the reason uh, they continue and they believe. It's, it's I think, what most important achievement the, for the last three months is the hope. Hope for a better future. Mm-hmm. And the vision and the vision for a, a, a democratic free Iran. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's so uh, uh, creates so much hope, so much uh, energy that Iranian continue uh, to fight and then say we continue until we 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 achieve our goal. That is what we want, and because mm-hmm. it's so clear, it's so clear that so we don't want a Islamic Republic. We don't want uh, some kind of uh, some colleges or value uh, fari uh, or the Khamenei, so they say death or Khamenei. So they don't want this regime, and they have a, a clear vision for a future Iran. That's uh, that's uh, so strong and powerful to to uh, yeah, so resonate. Uh, this is the wish so many Iranian majority. Yeah. Well, the um, the price has been very high. Um, more than 500 people dead. I don't know how many um, have been incarcerated and injured, including children. And like I mentioned earlier, the the first protester um, to be executed that happened yesterday, and there's others who have been. Um, scheduled to um, be executed for um, offending God or, or, or something like that. Um, so so the price is very high, but um, like you say, the protests are continuing daily. And I'm wondering as I watch it, um, who, who serves in the morality police and the regular police and the military, are they people who really believe in um, in in this extreme Islamism or are they just members of society who may put their weapons down and join the protesters? What, who are they and, and what is likely to happen? Yeah, there are so many questions. <laughs> so, yeah, there, so let me let me no, let me see, and I can um, and so think about the, the different questions. So if you think and think about the uh, the army, the uh, um, so after the Islamic Revolution, uh, Khomeini Ayatollah Khomeini didn't trust the army that was in Iran. They um, because it was so, they were committed to the king, to the Shah. They, uh, he created uh, the revolution guard for Islamic revolution. That is now IRGC, the Islamic, uh, the Islamic. Uh, so in Farsi is Sepahe Pastoran in Islami. In English, so this uh, revolution guards, and and they uh, so even they are. And the number of the people there are um, there are less than the Iranian army, the traditional army, but they uh, the budget is three four times more and very advanced. And they uh, this um, this security they have a uh, is, um, they they their mission is protecting the Islamic revolution, and they are not Iranian. So it is just actually in the. I mean the vision, the um, the mission they uh, fight is is not uh, is it it is Islamic revolution, 
no matter it's in Iran or any country, any country in the world. So that is protecting the Islamic Revolution. The name, their name is a, um, the Revolution Guard of Islamic Revolution. They don't have Iran in, in their name. And they, they are uh, people who, um, uh, the member of Revolution Guards are yeah, very religious. They are, many of them are committed to, to, um, to Khamenei. And so we have, Iran is the only country that have two armies. So that's two security uh, um, um, armed people. So there's one army that they, before that is just continue and the other uh, revolution card. And after the uh, uh, Islamic revolution, they have uh, created different uh, kind of security in Tehran. I think there are three different uh, security that um, just they have trained to um, uh, and for so prevent any kind of uh, a demonstration, protest. Uh, we had several protests in Iran just in 2019. More than 1,500 people uh, were killed on the street. And the news didn't come so much out because, yeah, Iran was not in, they have a negotiated with the uh, JPCOA, I think that time, and uh, uh, several thousand were arrested. So Iranian tried several times, and they paid a very high price, but uh, but nothing happened. But this time, this time is different. This time it is different, and it's uh, I think it is the attention from the world, from all these uh, countries and from the UN and uh, European Union and they watching what's happening in Iran, that's, uh, that is, a, uh, that is, that is, it's different. And um, also the, the slogan, the slogan is, it's not, they don't say we want the, the less inflation. They don't talk about the economy, the, the slogan, this women life freedom and it is it's a, a slogan that uh, cover all iranian so women because all the law and regulations and the islamic the political ideology is against women's women's freedom gender equality life because again they don't people cannot have freedom can have no normal life and they uh, they decide how you uh, should uh, live for everything, all these uh, even uh, private things, uh, how you uh, be with your husband or with your uh, children. And from from the morning to the night, they, they, they want to control everything. And uh, that's uh, just having a, um, the basic human, li human rights to have a normal, to have a life they do as they want. And yeah. the freedom, yes, freedom, so that's freedom. Yeah, that is also freedom to, freedom of expression, freedom of, uh, uh, to have an association. It's a freedom all uh, human, or I think no matter which country they are, they, uh, it is universal freedom for, for us as a citizen. So that is, um, that is the slogan. It's uh, that is it. It's first time. That's that cover that can unite it. Actually, um, that's because women are a, play a, a central role. They can they could unite it. Uh, different movement. We had uh, ethnic minorities. We had religious minorities. We have workers. We have. Um, uh, for example, um, other um, uh, minorities that uh, they have their own. So they, the women could unite all um, Iranian who uh, want change um, to cross their gender, cross their ethnicity, religion, political opinion, everything. That's so. 
women now leading this this uh, movement. Yeah. And that's, it is extraordinary. Yeah. Well, my guest is Fariba Parsa, PhD. She specializes in political ideologies of democracy and civil movements in Iran. She herself is Iranian and had to flee the country at age 17 because of her activism and threats from the Islamic Republic of Iran. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 608-256-2001, extension 9. You can also send us your questions or comments on uh, talk at Twitter or on Facebook at A Public Affair. So, um, Fariba, um, as as I look at uh, what is unfolding in Iran, I cannot help but think about the Arab Spring and, um, again, the tremendous uh, protests that were going on really throughout much of the Arab world, but let's think just about Egypt here for a minute, and Tahrir Square and how that became a symbol for the whole world. And there was so much hope that things will change there, but the people were, it seems, um, out in the streets because they couldn't take it anymore, but they were not organized, and there was no, there were no leaders who have been preparing for that and could take it and run with it and change the situation in the country. And what ended up is the um, the Islamic Brothers Brotherhood took over because simply because there there was no. Um, organization of the people that could take over. And now that I look at Iran, especially with um, young people leading, which which is wonderful, but, um, you know, young people generally are not um, well organized. And even with the older folks, I'm just concerned that... Um, it won't come too much. What What do you think? Is there Is there a hope for a real change sometime uh, relatively soon? Uh, yeah. First, um, um, about Arab Spring, we have uh, uh, the, the experience for Arab Spring. It's uh, different for Tunisia and Egypt. So, if you look at the countries, the results are different. Uh, so uh, first, and you cannot. It's difficult to, as if we should not compare uh, Iran with um, Arab countries because it's another uh, history and the people and the time. Um, everything is are different. Uh, regarding uh, young youth, uh, they are actually very organized. Um, they are um, the Generation Z and also uh, the younger, about 20s, 5s. Um, they are people who are, uh, they, they organize themselves uh, on, on the media, so the digital, uh, and could, uh, you can see it's the evidence that you, we have been witnessed for the last three months they could carry on and not stop as and uh, for the last uh, last week we had um, all uh, uh, striking for many uh, other uh, shopkeepers and uh, some factories so there are more people joined to this um, movement uh, said so, and about leadership it's not um, it's very new is we, we don't have any experience like this that we can compare for the in your history because um the way uh, they um um they the action is uh, different places uh different uh, cities streets uh, in entire iran for example in one day it can be in 
more than 2,000, 2,000 different places uh, and small group have been a demonstration protest. And it's the way to, um, to uh, uh, can survive because if, uh, if you do traditional way, you come so many people and they can shoot and arrest people and this done. But if they are in 2000 different places, even in small villages, it's so difficult for the security uh, guard uh, and the police, uh, they be all places in Iran for uh, transport uh, so many people from one side of Iran to other side and this city and this city. And that that's the, that's the success that they could continue. And that is, uh, has not been seen other uh, uh, countries, uh, totalitarian countries this way. It's a very creative, very creative way to uh, to organize um, that one. And there are many leaders that are uh, inside Iran and they're outside Iran. So uh, the, the time that uh, one strong leader can uh, give command and millions of people go uh, after him. It's finished. It's, it's, uh, it's not democratic because um, Iran is, uh, is a huge country with uh, different um, um, people with different political ideas and there are some people who want republic, some people want monarchy, uh, some people, when there are maybe socialists, there are so many political, dif there are political differences. There are um, ethnic uh, groups, they fight for their own rights. Um, they're so huge and it's a diverse group. And it's, uh, I think it's art to unite so many people with different interests, unite all of them. That that it's it's, it's possible to um, if you if it if it is democratic, and you say it's place for everyone, and um, it's a um, understanding. It's a like a without we talk, but we had this uh, a unity. We um, for Iranian people, there are unity and understanding and collaboration that. Uh, that fear uh, that is a, that the Islamic Republic is fear of uh, it, it, uh, Iranian people are so united, uh, no matter their political opinions. Any, there's not nothing they can. Uh, they have been before. They have been not united, but now is united. And Masa Amini, like a, is a, is a, yeah, it's a. Um, something happened. It's a, something that could unite all Iranian. It is um, suddenly uh, Iranian figure out that yeah, we are one country. Why why not? We can we can fight for our uh, freedom and uh, create our own. They believe themselves. They trust that they can't uh, make a change. Um, what is the, the question you say about? I just lost. Um, well, I was I was wondering about um, what, like, can it succeed, and if it succeeds, what does that look like? But I also wanted to get back to what you um, said at the beginning of your um, latest uh, response. I think it is important to. Um, to say very clearly that Iran is not an Arabic country, that uh, Iran is at this point an Islamic Republic, but um, Iranians are not Arabs. And I don't think we have time to talk too much about that, but um, let, let's just go back to... Yeah. Um, so very short, very, sh uh, very short, I say, um, the, the only... Um, so, uh, is political Islam, political Islam, was introduced by Ayatollah Khomeini, and the only country that, or the first country, became a an Islamic country with the 
government and the, uh, the, the, the the constitution and the policy it was based on Islam is Iran. So this um, or Islamic government that's Iran. Uh, so Iranian has experience with the they experienced for 44 years uh, being living in an Islamic state. But the Arab countries, they didn't. They have different uh, um, groups, but they wasn't a, a, a Islamic state like Iran. That's, uh, I think that makes a difference. That um, f during these 44 years, that many uh, Iranians uh, become more secular. So some of them less religious, some of them uh, uh, believe that religion is a is a private matter and is not uh, should be dictated by government. Yeah. Uh, what should I mean or any anything that is uh, that is something that belong to any uh, person. So that is um, idea that majority maybe ninety percent believe, and it's not the same. I don't know that the Arab country Arab people think the same. That it should be uh, a secular state is much better. Uh, they have more freedom, actually. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I mean, it, it seems like um, religious fundamentalism, um, unfortunately, is um, quite a, a big, strong uh, force nowadays in the world, including in the United States. Um, of course, in places like Afghanistan and um, so on. But um, let's get back to um, our issue here. We have only 12 minutes left. Um, it's really going very fast. But um, to go back to what victory of the people might look like, I would like to add another aspect and uh, that is other players, external players. The United States and Western countries have their own interests and no doubt are um, doing some work inside the country nowadays, though I would not want to take anything away from, from the Iranian people who started it, who are doing it, but... Um, the United States uh, and, and other Western countries are known for fomenting things like that. On the other hand, there's Russia, which has its own interests. There's Israel. There's uh, Reza Pahlavi, the son of the deposed Shah of Iran, who is the Shah in waiting since his father was ousted um, in 1979 by the, um, um, by the Islamic, Republic. Um, so all of them are involved in some way or another, I have no doubt whatsoever, and um, want um, whatever change happens to serve their interests. So when you put that together with the uh, very genuine um, struggle of the Iranian people what do you think might happen? Where are we going? So that's difficult to predict uh, what's going to happen. But uh, I can say what people want to happen. Yes. Uh, okay. uh, the people uh, want to um, so overthrow the re Islamic regime. They, they, um, and they, um, they want to... Um, or maybe planning, I can say, they plan to uh, create a temporary um, group or uh, leaders that um, they uh, uh, make prepare for an, a new election. And uh, the, all the political parties and uh, um, people who want to uh, create, have involved for a, writing a constitution, so that is um, this they want to be begin from the from from the scratch. This means the new in write a new constitution, uh, uh, create uh, all the political parties groups. They um, um, be created with uh, maybe UN 
uh, uh, support and observator. Maybe the other nations can help us. And then, uh, so we have uh, for six months or one year, we have this um, temporary government, and then we have an election. And people also want to be a referendum, a referendum, so which political system do we want? Do we want a, a republic uh, with president, or do we want a monarchy and Reza Pahlavi come back and became the king. So people, there, uh, we have some people who support monarchy. Some people don't. We don't know. So, but this, this there are something we don't discuss right now, because uh, we think it's uh, we can we can uh, manage after we uh, win after we uh, have this revolution has has won and um, so we can begin to build a new country with a new constitution. That is that is the wish uh, they want to uh, happen. And um, uh, now uh, there is, um, right now, I think we uh, Iranian people have uh, uh, support from international community, um, especially support for women's rights, gender equality, freedom. Because um, Iranian fight for their own basic for basic freedom, and who can be against these people get uh, this basic freedom? Who can be against um, democracy in Iran? So I think we have uh, support. Iranian people have support from uh, hundreds of hundreds um, women's organization. Uh, international de uh, organization for democracy and human rights. Uh, so that's the one too, and they push to and they uh, fight uh, until to to be achieved. The process can be fast. To uh, means uh, so they can uh, win this this uh, this um, movement or this revolution can be successful. It can be, it goes very fast. It can also be take longer. Um, we don't know, months or years. We we, we are not. We, we don't know. But one thing we are we sure, it will continue. Mm -hmm. The protest continue. Yeah. Uh, uh, and people use their creative way to to to. Uh, it's like a fire. Just make the fire go on and. Protest and and the Islamic Republic, the Islamic regime, uh, actually with the very brutal uh, and with uh, 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 killing people, children on the street, they accelerate their <laughs> their fall. So they more people, they more people are executed, more people killed, more people uh, present, more people get angry, more people come on the street. So every the process goes faster, uh, and uh, so uh, be, because now uh, you asked me before about the um, uh, security guard. Now um, um, the um, Iranian celebrities, uh, filmmakers, uh, uh, actors, uh, some singers, um, uh, some uh, uh, celebrities within sport. Football, um, they um, join to people, and uh, they ask a security guard to put their gun aside. Uh, also, um, the um, the Iranian uh, queen, this, uh, who she's uh, she's uh, now she's 83 years old. She also asked several times uh, to um, security guard to put their uh, gun aside. Um, if you have heard, even um, Khamenei's sister, yeah, uh, he is. She is also against it. She uh, also asked uh, the security guard to take their um, weapon aside. We know there are uh, some of them have been arrested because they denied to shoot and to participate. We have we have um, some documentation about people say about. Um, 
115 or more uh, has have been arrested. Uh, there are uh, some some of them. Yeah, so so there are the, the, the government and the security guard are not uh, so. Uh, so there are differences. So there are you can see they are people who are uh, very. Uh, there's a there's echo right now. There yeah. are people. There are people who um, who uh, want to join two people. They think um, this regime will not survive and they will fall, but they um, there's so much fear. There are, we have a group of Iranian who. Uh, who may be quiet, but um, just wait. Uh, even in the Basiji um, or so this part of a, a Islamic uh, system, maybe there are people who really don't want to work with them. But right now, they maybe if they say it publicly, so they will be executed. So they just wait. The, the action we can see from the government, they just accelerate their fall. So sooner or later, I think that will, um, the, the Iranian people will win. That is, um, that's what we hope and wish will happen soon. Yeah, yeah. And you did mention celebrities and, of course, the uh, Iranian um, football or soccer, depending on <laughs> how you want to look at it, um, refused to sing the national anthem. And I also, we don't have time anymore, but um, I, I love Iranian cinema. I think uh, your country produces some amazing films, but I also know that some of the directors that are my favorite are behind bars and have been for quite a while in prison. Mariam Ibrahim, Ibrahim Vand, uh, Muhammad Rasulov, mm -hmm. Jafar Panahi. Um, but they, I believe, are supporting it from uh, behind bars. You have um, basically one last minute, Fariba. What do you want to tell our listeners in that one minute? He just said thank you, thank you for your support, um, uh, supporting Iranian women, and I think uh, we can, uh, Iranian people can win uh, and uh, create their new country, a democratic, free country soon, with your support, with your help, and uh, we um, just the. You know, the world is like a village, and we are all yeah. uh, connected. And uh, and through social media, you can you, you hear it, uh, what's happening. That's uh, just a thank you yeah, for all the uh, support. Yes. Yeah, and we have to end here. Thank you so much, Fariba Parsa. PhD specializes in political ideologies of democracy and civil movements in Iran. Appreciate this hour with you. Thank you, Jade, who made it to the station and uh, was not just a producer, but also the engineer today. I'm STD Noor. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.